back again. I feel like saying tag team back again. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. What up, y'all? What up, world? What's going on, world? Got my boy Ty back in this building. What up, what up, what up? Long time, long time. Hope everybody's doing well. Everybody's doing their thing. Yeah. We back. Welcome back to another episode of Cut Different, hashtag Cut Different on all major platforms, social media, mm-hmm. streaming services, mm-hmm. we got uh, we got postcards, mm-hmm. we got birthday cards, oh, okay. we got, uh, 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 what else we got, we got uh, kites, uh, I mean, hey, whatever, we got paper airplanes, we got smoke signals, <laughs> we got everything you can hear, basically. Right, 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 absolutely. So. We come to the church this morning. Mm. No, as, as my cousin would say, just morning. Right. I, I never understood why she didn't say this. You know, it's a southern thing. It's just that old school way of talking, man. <laughs> you, you know how that is. So, we we, we lost somebody. Shout out to our brother, uh, Shallon. Yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to him. Uh, shout out to him. I know he's somewhere crying in fetal position right now. Uh. Cause I know he's in mourning. Popular YouTuber Kevin Samuels passed away last week. A week, um, yeah, it's like about a, it's been about a week, almost a week. Yeah, yeah. First part of this month. We don't know when this show is airing, but he passed away. I'm pretty sure all your, all of y'all are aware if you follow. You know, black YouTube. social media, especially yeah. black social media. Yeah, black Twitter. If, yeah. You, if you engulfed in any of that, you know who Kevin Samuel is. He is the bane to the existence, the thorn in, in a lot of people's sides, much like how Shiraz Ali was back in the 80s. But the modern version of that. The modern part. version, the male modern version of her. Checking black women. And them not feeling him. The it, reaction to his death. It also black bit. Well put that in there too. He did check yeah. black bit too. Yeah. He did. But, but, you know, as far as my setup, because I'm about to let you, let you go in there and get it. But, yeah, he passed away in the reaction to his death, his untimely death, which is a lot of speculation about that. I've heard different things like, like the Red Bulls, which aren't good for black men. Especially older black men, you should not be taking energy drinks. It's bad for your heart. Uh, the gas station penis pills, bad for your heart. You should not be taking those. I never um, understood why people even want to buy those. I've been afraid know. to take that stuff. Man. I heard it was stuff like drywall and that stuff. <laughs> that like, funny, you know, man. a fifty-six-year-old man passed away, and his company for that evening before he passed away was a thirty-two-year-old woman. Are so anybody get in? Well, he did. Okay. And and one thing that's 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 bad about that, if you can, if you're not ashamed to go in the gas station and buy those pills, and you take physicals every year, why not ask the doctor for Cialis, Viagra, something you can you can get the correct doses on that yeah. won't kill you. Versus you taking this stuff that's not you know, just just in the gas station, just hanging up, right? As <laughs> You don't know what's in there. You don't know what's in there. Right. I never understood with that. I'm really shocked that people really buy those things. And God forbid you mix in, if there was true, Red Bull and dick pills don't sound <laughs> smart. 
Like, just think about it. Does that sound like something you should do? What, what is it again? Dick pills. And what? And Red what? Bull. And you chase with Red Bull? Yeah. You should not be taking that. You should be doing that. Oh, man. Oh, that's funny. That. That's funny. But that was just a little joke. You know, I know he up in heaven laughing. You know, wherever he landed. I, I know he's laughing about this in the afterlife. That's a... Uh, that as black men, we can't do that. No matter how good of a shape the dude was in shape, he took care of himself. But he's doing two, possibly doing, allegedly doing two things that he should not have been doing. Which is that combination is deadly. No, you know I learned about that in my twenties when my heart started beating funny, drinking monster drinks. He used to drink red. He did drink a lot of red bull on his podcast. Yeah. He's always poor. Yeah, that's not healthy. That red bull, is something serious, man. I stopped drinking. I used to love red bull too, and I stopped drinking it because. Of the fact of the your heart, of, the, of your heart. Yeah. And once I realized that, I went from sugar-free, and then I just went cold turkey, and I ain't touch it. I don't be touch energy drinks, man. Because yeah. I've, I've seen videos of people that drunk a whole bunch of them, and their heart just pounded out their chest, literally. Yeah. I'm, I'm good on yeah, that. Yeah, you trying to, you your body tired, and you trying to rest, but your your, your heart saying, uh-uh. The rest of you can be tired, but I'm not. Now your heart, we got energy. Now your heart racing. Just get your body off, off balance. Your equilibrium is all best. Yeah. So, you know, a moment of silence for the brother. You know, we're talking about different things. We're going to get into everything. But out of respect, we brought that up. That I, I you know, we, we can't do things like that. We we shouldn't be doing things like that. That's a, that's a terrible combination on on young people, yet, let alone older folks. Yeah, because them young cats doing it, they don't really know. They're messing themselves up. Mm-hmm. They, I heard young cats below their 30s having problems getting it up because they've been messed with those pills and they ain't even need to. Mm-hmm. All because you want to kill something. You know, you want to tell something all night. It ain't even that deep. You know, old school, putting coke on your penis, <laughs> drinking a whole 40 ounce. That's a BSOP. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't hear the fifth. <laughs> You can't do that to your body. Oh, that's funny. You can't do that to your body. I've been guilty of doing some things, you know. I ain't I never been that wild, man. But no, not, not those things. But <laughs> some things, though, similar. And and you shouldn't do that to your body. Mm-hmm. You should. We don't have to. You know, ain't, ain't, ain't nothing like exercise. If if you go to your doctor in your in your forties and your fifties, and your doctor want to give you um, 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 blood pressure medication or or diabetes medication. Yeah, there are some natural ways to fix that. Change your diet. Change your diet. Working out. But being active. The, one thing I want to point out, though, bro. What's that? At the point that you're in this doctor's office and your health is in decline like that, take the damn pills and work yourself off of it. Work yourself off of it, yeah. Got to be smart. Don't, yeah, don't. You, you go find things after you get it regulated. Then you can find different ways to do it, but if Start it's not regulated, yourself off and yourself off. that's what a stroke and a heart attack. It's not a silent killer. Somebody told you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't quiet in that doctor's office. He told you. Mm-hmm. This is what's going on with your body. Mm-hmm. Please, men, get annual physicals. Yeah, I just got mines, man. I was going got a physical, and I'm getting blood work done, and My you got to. Me I mean, they tell me that too, shit. So, but the main I'm, thing I'm is, I'm getting everything I'm, every time I see that nigga. <laughs> but you gotta get checked though. You did yeah. make up. You gotta get checked, man. And, and listen, I know it's a, a thing with black men, especially. I'm okay. I don't need to go there. 
I heard that from a lot of old school casting, you know, and and then when you think about it, you get, oh, like, man, could that have been prevented if you did get checked up? Because you hear the stories later on, they, they could have, we told them to go to the doctor, they need to start doing this, changing this. They didn't want to do it, you know, and being stubborn, and at some point, you got to let that ego go and do what you have to do. Yeah, you can't be scared of everything. But back to Kevin, the reactions to his death were, to me, that was so disheartening. Yeah, man. Because he did something. He did something that's not respected in this world no more. The patriarch. Nobody wants to rip band-aids off no more. Everybody want to hold hands and put pacifiers in mouths mm-hmm. and, and give you the, the, the low doses of things. I don't I don't want to tell you you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just tell you, you know what? Baby, please, can you do a little bit better today? Can you can you do something different today? Mm-hmm. Hey, can you, you know? I'm gonna put you in time out. I'm not gonna whoop you. Mm-hmm. I'm put you in time out. I'm not I'm not gonna spank you. No, 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 no. Sometimes you have to spare the rod. And 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 with men, our delivery is not gonna be like a woman's. Somebody got to just say, hey. Now I'm not a, I'm not defending this dude for what he said. I was a fan of a lot of things he said, but I'm not I wasn't a fan of everything he said. But I respected what he said. Somebody had to say it. Somebody should have been said it. Matter of fact, somebody did say it in the 80s. And and I'm a long lifetime fan of Shiraz Ali. She said it and what did black women do to her? They castrated her too. Mm-hmm. We don't. Most people don't even know that name when I say it. Well, look it up. They did the same thing to her. That they was trying to every time, every 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 month. It seemed like it was a petition to get uh, him canceled. Mm-hmm. For what? For telling you the truth. You called me for me to tell you my opinion of your situation. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to call me. And for the women that never called, that hate him, because somebody did something to you, and he told you it was your fault for allowing this to continue to happen to you, is it not? It's a level of accountability. Yeah. You allowing somebody to treat you like crap. It's never moving. You want a certain type of person. My my nephew, I remember we were on a cruise one time, and I was talking about the type of women I was dealing with. And what I wanted and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, if the kind of women you want don't want you, you need to work out. You need to get your income up, stuff like that. He's like, work on you. He said that and walked off. This is my 18-year-old nephew. I'm like, I'm sitting in the chair like, mm-hmm. who the hell he think you're talking to? Mm-hmm. But he was right. Been, it was real game. It was game. That's what I need to do. If I want to be in this arena, I need to come in there like I belong here. Yep. Yep. Don't nobody need to hold my hand and tell me, man, women ain't shit. No. I need to be better to get better. My perspective needs to change. I need to work on myself. And I need to get to where I need to be so I can get a better quality of what I want. Mm-hmm. Not based upon entitlement. Right. And I think that was one of the biggest things that he did, that he took away the entitlement. 
the entitlement factor was because a lot of people came on the show and thought because, you know, especially with certain women, because I look a certain type of way or because I made a certain type of income, that means that all of a sudden I was entitled to have that. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things he used to ask was, okay, if you have those things and you feel like you're supposed to have it, then why is that you don't have it? There has to be a reason why. And the whole point was making people look at, look yourself in the mirror, take accountability of your life and things that you need to do and, and do your part of making, making this experience a good experience. You can't say that I want a good man, but you're on a cooperative. You're not kind. Those are things that he used to talk about us getting things back in order as far as a home, you know, us realizing that, that black families, we have a lot of work that we need to do and we need to not just act like it doesn't exist. It does exist. And we have to talk about it and we have to correct the problem. And the reality was, is that he, he, instead of like you said, you stated that it wasn't a soft approach. It was more, you getting your ass whoop approach. People didn't like it. But my thing is on the flip side, we heard those messages been talked about black men for years. Yeah. Movies, movies, uh, songs been written, all kinds of things. And we took it to the face and we took it to the chin for years. The moment that we asked, we speak our truth now, then it's a problem. And I don't accept that reality. And no one should accept the reality where if you're not being treated like how you deserve to be treated, not a person that's from an entitlement standpoint, but based upon the fact that you have a six figure income, like you used to state, or if you don't, you work, I think you said 60 hours or you not even anybody hours you're putting in the work. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about the number you're putting in the work. Mm-hmm. You're building your brand. You're putting yourself in a position. Like you stated that you're, you said your nephew or your, that put yourself in a position where you can attract those things. Then, yeah. then that's a different narrative. But a lot of people was coming on there based upon entitlement, and he was removing the entitlement thing on there. And like you stated, if you didn't like the message, then you didn't have to call. One of the biggest things you, you can do to, to one of the biggest things you can do to someone if you don't like them, especially from a social media standpoint or a media standpoint, don't watch them, don't Un- support them, unfollow him. unfollow him, don't comment. But if you comment, you dislike, you're giving him what, quote unquote, you giving you you're, you're, you're giving the ammo. You know, so my thing was, if you didn't like the message, you didn't have to listen to it, mm-hmm. but you listen to it because obviously I don't care what anybody say, like I said, the message and the way delivery might've been harsh, but it had to make you think. And my question is, is it okay? Because if we don't have the same beliefs in something that we should be happy that a person dies. Right. Where's that came from? <laughs> Like, why is that okay for somebody to say karma? Right, because now, is that an excuse now in the name of karma? Because I didn't like what you said, so now that something tragically happened to you, that that means that was all in the name of karma? Yeah. So, so people that live good, that do good deeds in this world and die, unfortunately, is that because of what? Karma? Because I didn't know karma only exists on a certain plane. Is it karma across the board? So that theory doesn't make any sense. That's just a cop out excuse, in my opinion, to 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 for you to justify the way you feel. Yeah. I can't tell anybody how to feel, but personally, for me, I would never be happy at a person dying on a, a, a tragic death, regardless if I didn't believe in your point of view. I just, I just, I just think that, man, at this point, personally, man, I think that this this world became a lot colder, especially in the black community. Because my thing is. If we can be so cold 
towards him, then why are we in, why we don't have that same energy towards our oppressors? Yes. Yes. Why we don't have that same energy towards our oppressors? Yeah. And I'm not saying to wish death upon none. No, I'm not saying that. But the same thing that you don't like and you pissed off about and that you feel passionate about, why don't we have that same energy based upon the things that's not working in our favor that we've still been fighting for years and us putting it towards a positive change? But that, that goes back to, you know, the the what, what's been the basis of the foundation for this conversation for a long time. Black women have never been held accountable for for their role in the demise of our family. That's deep. That's a deep. That's a deep comment that you just said. Because yeah, black. Because we've been hearing for years that black men played a part, and we hear, and we gotta take accountability for it. We yeah. do. We have to do that. Okay. In order for us to grow and us to heal the home, we have to take our part. We've been hearing it for years, but it's two sides. And we was on, now we're at a point where now we're talking about the other side, and here we are. Yeah. We we seeing the viciousness, we seeing the pains come out of of what he was talking about. What he not only him, Farrakhan talked about it too. You know what I mean? Can I ask a question? <clears throat> and I'm gonna interrupt. All these quote unquote people who they follow on media television personalities, et cetera, who's telling you in their songs and in their movies to act a certain type of way. Don't people realize in real life they don't portray that? In fact, that they're submissive and this and more cooperative because that's that's a that's just a brand. That's just selling. It's a hustle. Yeah. It's like selling I it's like selling work. I think we, we broke down Cardi B one time. In reality She's a wife. She's a mother. She's a wife, a she's mother. For her husband. Uh, and that's how it's supposed to be. And she don't disrespect him in public ever. The ever. Song that she made about when they was going through problems, it was it was it was soft. It wasn't like what you thought. She ain't call him out his name out his name. Nope. She ain't she ain't call him a uh a weak dude or a sucker yeah. or a bum or what's the name they call him a uh, F-boy an F-boy or a simp yeah. or anything like she that, him none of that. she just told him how she felt and that's nothing wrong with telling people how you feel we don't never want people to yeah, she, she's vulnerable and she's human she has feelings be careful with my heart I love you there's nothing wrong with saying that we, but on the other side for, for the followers of, of women like that they think that they they the forever be a bad girl. You know what I mean? That that they disrespectful like they are, or that they talk to people like that, like they raising their voice in, in simple conversation. No, no, and that's not necessary. You're not gonna get anywhere. And she's not carrying herself like no bad woman at home. She's hurt that's whoever her. She's that's for camera. The moment the, the moment the camera is off, she's who she is. She's a wife. She's a mother. You can't sustain and, and, a and, 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 relationship and, with Venom. Right, and you've seen videos where he's video her when, when she didn't even know it, and she's cleaning the house, sweeping, and looking like she's enjoying doing it. Yeah. Because she knows that, because at the end of the day, I ain't trying to be funny, but she knows that, okay, I got this is what I'm going to do. She was raised out there. She's seen somebody do that. You dig what I'm saying? Or didn't and wanted to do it. Mm, that's true. You know what I mean? How do you salvage things? I don't think we necessarily have to, like, if you didn't see it, doesn't mean you don't know it. I want you to know I love you means I'm going to take care of you. Absolutely. 
if I and, and if you love me, take care of me. We, it's a it's a partnership, man. Yeah, it's a partnership, man. And that's the thing about it. And I always said that for the brothers who are doing that, you didn't you deserve to have someone to give you that in return. Yeah. I'm not talking about the ones who out here are bums who ain't doing nothing, who don't want to do anything, who complains and don't do nothing about it, who ain't trying to make positive change, who's not trying to contribute to what we're trying to do. Right. Just bring the families back together. That's what we talk about. This is what this and part. keep it there. And keep it there. Because at this point, we identify the problem. Now we got to fix it. But right now, we still on people wanting to hear what the problem is and not getting mad about it. That's it. It's like, you know, when your parents get on to you, you get pissed off about because you getting on to me. But you did it. I can't let it slide. I hate that baby girl what happened to you before, but they don't give you a right to treat me like I'm that person. That don't mean that now you got to change your narrative of being now you was a wholesome girl at one point and you wanted that. And then because you got hurt, then you, that's it. I'm done. I'm going on a baddie type mentality. Yeah. That ain't going to, that ain't it. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's, that's, that's where we at though. We got to change that. And in order to change that, we got to listen to each other. Got to listen. Sides. Yep. And we communicate. We not communicate based upon you're right and I'm wrong. We communicate based upon us both having an understanding. And what can we do to prevent us from not going back into the situation again? Mm-hmm. That's it. If we ain't have those conversations, then they going to go nowhere. Yeah. That's just being mature. And, I, and I, it took me a long time to learn that. Yeah. Yeah. When you me. say you started learning that? I started learning that in my late 20s. Yeah. Because I started realizing that I kept having bad relationships. Yeah. And I started realizing that I used to be what was them, 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 them. And I'm like, well, I got to have some type of partner, too, because I'm attracting it. Mm-hmm. Or what or am you, I doing? Or, 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 or I'm creating it, too. Absolutely. Yeah. And because my thing was one of the biggest things I used to do was when we had arguments was I was always trying to prove that I was right and you was wrong. Yeah. And I had learned that, that you can't get the results that you need out of relationship with that type of approach. There's a better way of doing things for making people to understand what you're trying to convey to them. And the problem was that I think that for me, I had the message, but the, the way I was delivering wasn't was not the best way of doing it. And therefore, I created problems or I now, escalated situations. Now, 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 you said something that could be argued on the, on the emotions that are being portrayed in, on social media right now for that man's death. Which is? Now, his delivery wasn't always tasteful. I agree with that and and, and, that, and I'm, that doesn't make and I've never said that well, you know on the record that he's a perfect man. I think with certain things he could have delivered a certain way but I was mature enough to understand the message. It's kind of like when your parents get on to you. Sometimes they make you on to you rough especially in black households. Your parents can talk real rough to you. Right or wrong. But but if you was able to get past of how they was delivering to you and, and hear what they're trying to tell you then that was the message. I'm at a point in my life where he said some real, huh? What you mean? Well, I'm just saying that, you know, I just feel like that was just the reality. So, I mean, you know, at this point, you know, there's people have to just, we have to put on the big boy pants, the big girl pants and just understand the message. Yeah. So with, um, the only time I only, I was probably a fan of his for the first month when he blew up. I remember sharing um, one of the first episodes 
of his when he did like the Queens of like Pop Soul. Mm-hmm. He was talking about them when they interviewed Ice Cube like mm-hmm. first year of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing that show and I was like, he was saying everything I thought like instead of dividing things, mm-hmm. if it's the black contract, it includes black gays, black women, black children, black men. It includes, it, it, it encompasses like everything black. But a lot of times when we try to reach this, this promised land, we get very divisive. You said black people, but where's the focus on black women? Uh, it's black people. There no, there, it wasn't necessary for us to break that down. And a lot of times in our conversations and our arguments, we separate ourselves. You know, anytime you have a conversation amongst different, you know, different genders, there's always, well, this is what y'all do to us. Or this is what y'all do to it. Well, at some point, it has to be all inclusive mm-hmm. for us to get to where we, we saying we need to go. To where you was talking about. The solution. We, we know the problem. They cheat. We cheat. They abuse. We abuse. We do wrong. We lie. They lie. They do wrong. At some point, do you love me? I love you. Is this salvageable? If right. it's not, then why are we still here? Get to the meat of it. Let's get to it. You guess how you're supposed to be. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think a lot of people are afraid of that. I think his show was all about solutions. Yeah. If you get if you listen to the message. He okay, this is who you are. This is how you get what you want. Lose weight. Give other people a chance. Stop focusing on uh, uh, Shamar Moore. Give Tyrone a chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the reality was that what he was saying was people don't have to accept you and beat with you. They don't. Right. They don't. They have the right not to. And then you can't get mad because they don't choose you. And that was one of the things, if you listen to what they were saying, was I feel like I can get it, but I don't have it. And why is that this person can get it? Well, they don't have to choose you. What are you doing to, to catch the attention? Or to attract it. You got to be who they are. That's just what it is. You can't say, well, you need to accept me for who I am. I don't have to accept you for who I am. I mean, I don't have to accept that. This is what I'm used to. This is the type of caliber woman I want. If you don't meet those requirements, just like women say to men, if you don't meet these requirements, hell, what's going to start with the height requirement? What's going to start if, you, if you're too dark or you're too light? And the income. And the money. And what type of clothes you wear. So just like women have a requirement, men have requirements too, especially when you're dealing with an upper, especially if you want to deal with an upper echelon. All of it is superficial. Because at the end of the day. Very true. What you what you're doing is you're saying only that which you never had can make you happy. How do you know? Once you get it, once you get it, because I know a lot of men. Speaking from from our perspective, we thought that the big booty girl, the sexy girl, was all we needed. And how many of us have broken up with that girl? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You thought all of these physical attributes was all you needed in a woman. She can, she, she's fine as hell. She's a 10 in anybody's eyes. She can cook. She can clean. She's educated. She do everything that I think the woman that I want will make me happy 
be and do. Mm-hmm. But then I get in a relationship with this woman. Something ain't clicking. Something ain't clicking. And so many times, you know, to the women that are listening, men have been in relationships with women throughout history and brought them up. You know what I mean? And I'm speaking to a certain part of what you said. Um, they so afraid now, if you making six figures and he making 40000 35 a year, that's all he bringing to the table. Men, on the opposing side, we've got with a woman that's making 20 and 25. Look at Kobe's wife. She had nothing to offer to Kobe. Before Kobe died, I bet she was bringing in paper. Mm-hmm. She's bringing over over six figures in because now, she involving businesses, investments, and everything. Foundations, and, all of that. At this point, I don't talk to you, and you, I don't brought you into the world, and I don't put you with the right people. And now you, I'm bring you, you up. up because now it's it's not now the family's gonna come up too. You think Stedman is sitting around saying, "I shouldn't, you don't, Oprah don't give me nothing." You know what I mean? When his book released, when they 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 first the first five ten years they was together. And he sold a million. He was on the bestseller list. You know what I mean? Stedman Graham, one of my personal heroes. You know, hey, for Stedman. Old <laughs> so, Stedman. So, uh, old Stedman. Hey, you think he was mad at the fact that she brought him up? No. If you bring the man or woman that you love up, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Are you making me good here? In my heart, am I content with you? And, and, and am I willing to build with you? I mean, the attention that should be, be something for me. Yeah, it's got to be the attention has to be pure, man. Hey, you know what I'm saying? And, and, that's a benefit. It's a benefit. And you know, we're not saying that women go out there and just start looking for deadbeat men. No, but what we are saying is there's dudes that have a good character, a good spirit about themselves and they have the drive sometimes people just go through life and they just don't have no luck i met people like that and i couldn't believe it at first but some people just have this unfortunate circumstance to happen over and over and over and here it is you can be a person that can change the narrative yeah you know um and we see men was more willing to do that with women than like you said on the other end you do we'll see i mean we'll see uh, we, we don't heard some stories of you know, people that was well off and don't got women who didn't have nothing, nothing. Working in restaurants or working at the video girls or this and that and the third or whatever the case may be, struggling actresses, whatever it is, or even just just regular people of a friend of a friend. And, they went, and all of a sudden, here they are. They in that person's world. Now they're in business ventures. They got their own product, their own line of things. And because like you, you we're bringing them up, we're bringing each other up. Yeah. It benefits us. That's that's the benefit of being with somebody. And even if you take a regular Joe, like I I work at the bank, you work at Walgreens. I get with you, you're gonna see how I move and I'm and 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 I'm gonna pour myself into you. I'm a successful person. I want my wife to be successful. Baby, let's start working on you being the manager of that place so you can start coming home tripping on how the manager treats you. We I never thought about that, that. Huh? you know. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, you can do that because look yeah. at you. You smart. You this. You can do all these I things. Believe in you. I believe. 
it's nothing wrong. That's what we have to, but that's how I got to be on both ends. The man telling the woman that and the woman telling the man that. Yeah. I believe you. Sometimes people break through is just, it's, it, all it needs is someone to tell them you can do it. And you're you, the right person. you the damn baby. You, you, and you don't even know it. Yeah. Because you're too deep and too caught up in superficial bull crap. You don't realize this person is you the most this person has ever been vulnerable to. You. I bet you anybody that's been, I don't care what nobody say. I bet Oprah wouldn't trade her riches for statement. You don't think so? I mean, I don't mean it like that. I don't think she would give up Stedman for what she got. She'll tell the world to kiss her behind. Stedman ain't going nowhere. That's how you feel it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I when I got somebody that feel we can be in a cardboard box. I'm not letting you go. I'm not gonna give up on you. I believe in you. Yeah. You know, as long as that person has the drive. And some people just don't never had nobody give that never really invested in them. Hold on, invested in them. Don't some of these business in order for them to come off the ground, someone got to what? Invest in them? I'll tell you this. Right or wrong? True. I'll tell you this. Just just and and back on stead me. As an example, after that one or two books that I heard of in the beginning of their relationship, Stedman ain't did nothing as far as I can see. Maybe that's all my ambition professionally took me. That's all I wanted to do. There's nothing else. Now, the rest of me goes to you. I want to make sure you good. I'm going to make sure you make it on time to your talk show, your planes. I'm going to make sure uh, 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 the maid service, the butlers, everybody doing what they're supposed to do. I'm, 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 I'm making sure you good. Take some of the load off your back. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm doing my duty as a man in this house. I'm going to make sure this house and this family is straight. I might not be the breadwinner, but this is my house. Because of the respect you have, yeah, and and, and, and you know, and, and that's what the that's where you hear the argument come with. That ain't your house. You ain't gonna no say so if you don't bring the money in there. And and and, and I think that's no. where and that's where you start to see where a lot of successful career women single or single is hell. Single hell. And because of that attitude, and the reality is that I'm not telling you again. And I, this is what I'm saying. I'm not telling anyone to a successful woman to deal with a deadbeat. I'm not telling anyone ever to do that. Absolutely not. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is if you meet someone who got some drive, who got some character about themselves, whose spirit is good, and they and you see that they're trying, they're doing something, they are doing something. They ain't living in the basement. They got their own place, their own stuff, but their money might not be as long as yours. Their credit might not, might not be there. at this point. Maybe someone never talked to them about credit. Maybe no one's never talked to them about, hey, this is how you need to handle your affairs or how you need to budget your money, your debt to income ratio. You may know that. Now, this person may not. Mm-hmm. And they may be willing to listen to you because you got their attention. And instead of you giving them an opportunity to prove you differently, you decide to say, I'm good on it. And what if that person was your blessing in disguise and you don't even know it? That paper, you know, people don't realize that you can learn a lot from a person, and and and, and what does, and there shouldn't be a dictation of you feeling like if I should list him or not based upon a person's salary. Yeah, 
that's that's crazy to me. So how do you feel about the women that are coming down on him like that? Like, like, like what, what is something? If you could talk to them, what would you say to them? I would say, listen, you know, I can't tell you how to feel. I can't. But I think that you wishing death upon him and rejoicing about that is crossing the line. Because my thing is, it's been people and oppressors who you go to work to every single day who's transitioned knowing you never rejoiced. In fact, you probably comment on the email. Or you probably sent flowers. And then I'm not saying there's nothing wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a crime. There's nothing wrong with that. We should all be remorseful, but we're going to be that way with one side and be that way with all sides. Be and compassionate. This, no be matter what you mm-hmm. think of him, that's your brother. That, yeah, I mean, because... At the end of the day, I'm not going. He didn't say that I hate black people. He didn't say I did. He said that he just gave tough love. He said some real. And the thing is, I want to say is that he said things to about. I uh, said things about black men that was worse and more harsh than that. But black men accepted it and did what maybe because that's the way we was raised. Most black men that had father figures, our fathers didn't talk to us gentle. It was stern. It was direct. It was to the point. And if you listen to your father, if you had any type of sense and you and, and you follow what he told you and, and you see the results of it and it benefited you in a positive way, you look back later on and you talk to him and say, you know what, Pops, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I've done that. Still doing it. I'm still doing it to this day. Still doing it. So people got to stop looking at the, the, the approach of it. And, and, and if you don't agree, you don't agree, but at least have some compassion about what happened to him. Because it, it's going to be people that on our podcast that don't agree with what we say, and that's fine. That's your divine right. You don't have to agree. You don't but have to listen. You don't have to listen either. But if something happened to one of the listeners or a, com- a person that did comment and they died, I'm not going to say, well, damn, that was on them because they yeah. said something bad about our podcast. I'm not going to do that. That's what my, that's an unfortunate situation, and my condolences to that family. That's, that's a generational thing because I don't even think that's generational. I keep saying, I, I said this on the show before when we were talking, that that's the society thing. Like, no, we, we came from a time where we respect the dead. It was a level of respect for the dead. Yeah, I don't care what you thought about Pookie. That man had a mama. He had kids. He had somebody that loved him. You don't have the right to talk bad about them. And the impact it's going to have on that family. How that family going to take that? The family didn't even know that Kevin Samuel's family didn't even know. The mom didn't even know that her son had died until social media. And at that point, she was already catching wind of, of people saying that they was happy he, that your son was dead. You can't say R.I.P. and then roast him. But people was Rest not- in peace. Let me rest. What I do to you, though? You heard how I was talking to this lady... And, and and on a snippet of the uh, conversation, you didn't hear the entire context in which I said it. You heard a snippet of what somebody shared on social media in a group, on on a post, the little snippet that somebody probably put together, and it sounded vicious. And the other and the lady was just sitting there like, "Damn, man, anything is." But you didn't hear what she said to him. You didn't hear what he was responding to. So didn't. Don't nobody deserve that. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Don't nobody deserve that. Don't no. I mean, if you don't like me, don't like me. But don't rejoice over my death. Yeah. What did I do to you? Did I rob you? Did I rape you? 
Did I kill somebody you love? Did I steal from you? Did I lie to you? What relationship do me and you have? On a personal level. For you to wish that and, be, and rejoice that upon me. That's personal. That's personal. What did I do to you? Just let you know that ego is something serious, man. I pray for your kids. You know what I mean? That's like right. the mother that's saying that, that venom is spitting that venom on social media. I pray for your kids. Some little boy or little girl is going to be raised by you. They're being raised by you. And this is how you feel. You teaching them how to act when when they disagree with somebody, how they feel, their opinion. I wish you was dead. I'm glad you did. How you, where did you get that from? I seen my mom posted some stuff on social media saying that she was happy someone died. Yeah. Kids get back. Kids, kids get that stuff, man. It yeah. comes back. Cause you, 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 if you said it on social media, or, or, cause, cause the the lines of reality in social media are like being in, a, they're intertwining now. So if, if this is your personality type, you're raising kids, you're you're in a marriage, you're in a relationship. That personality, that kind of person is saying that. So if you said that and you raising kids and you in a relationship, you're in a marriage. How are you conducting yourself in this marriage? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You can't hide that. Mm. If I disappoint you, what you going to do to me? You going to leave me? You going to abandon me? You going to hurt me? You going to say something hurtful? That's so funny that you brought that up because I've told people this. I, and I've said this. I'm like, if a person get treated like crap and they make six figures, then what will happen if they lost their job? And they lost everything, and I can't give you the life that you quote unquote are used to having. Are you gonna be there? Or are you gonna haul? Are you gonna haul ass? Mm-hmm. Now it's all on you. You to help me. Help. You was yeah. Help me. Was help us get out of the situation. You was helping me spend the money. Help us get us out. Was what can you do? You make it bring up an idea. We're not telling you that. You you, you may you never know, but be there. Be present. Mm-hmm. Be active. Not just not be present, be active. A lot of people just present and have the title, but not active. Yeah. Where was your antennas when I was losing it? Did you say, "Hey, baby, we need to slow down the spending. We need to start budgeting this money." We I've seen that we, that we spent thirty thousand dollars in the last, you know, six months on bullshit. And at this point, baby, we gotta really stop this because I'm seeing something to make happen in the future. Did you do that, or was you enjoying the fruits of spending? If because you found you was, out we lost everything, not to cut you off. If you found out that I lost everything mm-hmm. while you and Neiman Marcus swiping the card and it declined, what was your intentions? If I'm out here bringing in thousands or perhaps millions or hundreds of dollars and you living your best life, you ain't worrying about it because you know I'm going to go get it. Who was doing the books? Who was calling the accountant? Saying what's going on with our finances this month. What was you? Mm-hmm. I'm bringing home the bacon. <laughs> yeah. They say, hey, baby, I'm going to check in and make sure. I know you only call them during tax time. I'm going to start calling them every month. And you know the crazy thing is? You know how much of a, res- of, a, of, a, of, a, of a response, a positive response, a woman would get if they did that? 
with brothers. We ain't talking about bomb niggas. We talking, excuse me, not bombs. We talking about successful people. That means you successful. That means you have some of a business mind. Right or wrong? Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. You know, you don't have money just you luck up on it. Out, you know, it, you, you had to work your way to get to that point. You got to learn how to sustain it. Sustain it. Yeah. Better maintain it. Make yeah. it flip it. Whatever the case may yeah. be. So if you're a person that he meets and he's with, and if you can have an approach of where you're like, let me be involved. Let me be involved in the books, not from a nosy perspective. Like, I want to be involved. Let me help with the budgeting. See that you got a lot going on. You know, even if he may be hesitant at first, but if you continue to show that you're there, you, that he may come around. Teach me how to help you. Teach me how to help you. Teach, you. teach me how to play a role in this. Like, hey, okay, if you've been doing this before I came along, and and ain't no so obviously ain't nobody been watching your back. Let me do that. Let me do that. I'm gonna go to school. I'm gonna get a degree in business. I'm gonna get an accountant. I'm gonna learn management. I'm gonna do something to help us sustain what you brought to this table. And then wouldn't you have some sense of fulfillment because now you're involved? Yeah. Now you can say, hey, girl, I mean, I'm doing my own thing. I got my own business. I got my accounting degree. I'm oh. doing this. We don't open up a business. I got my own business that we don't open up because now you don't you don't level it up. I'm taking what you brought to the, the table, table and, and, I'm, I'm and I'm growing with it. And we're growing together. It's benefiting not yeah. just now. It ain't just benefiting him. It's benefiting you because you're going to get something out of it. Yeah. And then it, it benefits your children and your generations to come. Yeah. That's how we're going to break the generational curses. Yeah. Don't 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 start a business because we got a divorce. You was just spending money. Don't start a business because I died. No, be involved. Be involved now. Yeah, be involved. Help me grow this. Don't go do your own thing. Let's grow this. Let's grow this. Let's figure out. Let's come to the table. Yeah, grow 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 what we what what what, what we got. And don't I, don't tell me uh I need something for me. No. There's no you no more when you're married. It's your line. It's us. Yes. Everybody. We got a business. Not you. Well, I know he, I know he already had, you know, a couple barbershops, a, a salon, a restaurant, a car lot. Uh, I want something. I'm going to go, I'm going to go open me a dry cleaners. No. You add. To what's there? That's over. I know you got four barbershops. Let's get six. As a matter of fact, anytime somebody say barbershop, they're thinking about us. We're going to put them all over this city. And then, all over the country. And if it grows like that, or if he feels like, you know what, I like what you're doing. And then, hey, what is it you want to do? Well, at this point, because now if I see that you got a business side, well, goddamn, what is it? What do you want to do? Hmm. You might have an idea that might be like, shit, hey. We can gamble. We can wiggle, yeah. We can stretch outside of this line. Now we ain't got to worry about money. Now money ain't the problem. Now we can we can stretch our legs a little bit. Yo, you wanna you wanna have a dog grooming business? Okay, let's try. You know why? Because now you prove it to me that I could invest in you. Yeah. It's just like with anybody, investors, just like you try to get private investors to invest in your business. They're not investing. You don't know if they feel like you don't know what the hell you're doing because that's just dead mud money. Yeah. You can come up with something silly. You know, baby, I always want to roll blunts. Let's have a blunt rolling business. <laughs> if it makes sense. If it makes sense and it, and it actually can happen, then it's going to be worth it. But it has to make sense. Yeah. And not. And it has to be where things make sense, not based upon entitlement. Yeah. 
But what, what one glaring thing that Kevin was pointing out, work with what you got. Be cooperative. Yeah. Be kind. As old as the Bible and history books are, marriages didn't survive without agreement. We got to both be able to come to the table. Go. Yeah. Come to the damn table. Let's let's work together. Together. What I got. No, I'm not going to knock you because you came to this marriage, this relationship uneducated, with bad credit. You live with your mama. If I saw you out and you make me laugh, you make me smile. You love me for me. I want to, yeah, I can be myself around you. The other shit that I've probably been before, I don't been broke before. Nobody that got money in their pocket. I don't care how wealthy of the family that you came. At some point, that was your daddy's money. Your daddy was rich. What was you? You was benefit from it. Yeah, you was just benefit. You was trying to get in the door, let him bring you into that. Until you got your own business, until the business got passed on to you. So you was just lingering until that happened. So everybody know not being what they are today in your success. You have not always been that. Look at Donald Trump. He ain't shit. But his daddy's money made him a president. Made him a billionaire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we we gotta stop thinking with what's what's right now. It's okay to build with somebody. It's okay if, to be if, patient. If, it's okay to be patient. If you got a seven hundred and they got a five hundred, four eighty, hey man. You can sign paperwork. I'm going to still get us that house and that car that we want. You, we're going to work on your credit. We're going to bring you up. We're going to figure out what's going on with your credit. Let's look into your credit, see what's going on, what we can do. Maybe some things in there that maybe we can get taken care of where we can boost your score up. Maybe some things that you're not doing from a budgeting standpoint that I know because I'm an accountant. Hypothetically, the woman's accountant or a business major, MBNA. Something or like not. that. She just good at business. Good. Oh, just good at business. She learned yeah, the got, got her own salon, nail stuff. She got her own business going on. Because sister's out there doing their thing. Shout out to the sister that's doing it. Ain't nothing wrong with I'm going to bring your credit score up to that hand. I'm going to bring me. We're going to use your credit for business. Now we're going to open up stuff. We're going to start bringing some money in here. Yeah. If you got the right person. Absolutely. It's okay that they're not exactly, they're not everything they should be or you would want them to be when you meet them. But at the core of that, are you good with them? Can 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 they be around your kids? Can they be around your family? They got to get character. Their spirit yeah. is good, but the money is Can done. you depend on them? That's one of the biggest factors in marriage. <laughs> if we go through some funk, can I depend on you to be there? It says a lot about a woman or a man that when your spouse is going through it and you ain't there. Yeah, well, how long are you going to be married to somebody that's watching you sink? Yeah, it's going to take away the trust. It's going to take away the loyalty. It's going to it's gonna question a lot of things. Where your commitment at? This is us. For better or what? I ain't sinking. We sinking. I'm around here losing shit. The house in foreclosure. The car going back. And you sitting there like, you let this happen? No, we did. We both spent it. And this all that dude for bad or for worse this all this man was pointing out 
Do you care? That's what should matter more than anything. Not your credit score. When you're trying to pick somebody, not not your past, not what you've been through with everybody else. Do you care about me? Because I care about you. And if we care about each other, we can make anything work. If your love is conditional to all this superficial shit, I got to have this kind of car. I got to have this kind of job. I got to make what you make. I got to I gotta be, I got to look like this. I got to be, be all of these things. Which you maybe not be. And then if you are, am I going to care about you? Are they going to care about, uh, do you care about me? Because mm-hmm. if I'm as superficial as you, the moment I start wrinkling, graying, the house might be getting, getting in trouble. I don't care how successful you think you are, you're going to have money problems. You think Jay-Z and Beyonce don't have money problems? It was a billion in this account yesterday. Today, it's 700 million. You think they ain't finna have marital problems or finance conversations because 300 million dollars gone? Hell yeah. But does this work? Is this what I need? Is this what I want? Or am I with the right person? Hell yeah. We got to a billion before. When we recover from this, let's go. Let's shoot for two. One point five. Why not? Why not? But hey, man, that's our two cents. Two. Rest in peace. Rest. Rest. R e s t. In peace, Kevin Samuels. You were a jewel. You had. You 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 had. Some beautiful, beautiful conversations. No matter how ugly they got, they were beautiful. You saved some people, you gave some people a voice. You told a man that worked at the post office, he deserved more. You told a woman that at, 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 at the call center that she can give more. You know what I mean? You 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 gave to this world all you had to give, and you got called home, brother. Salute, salute, Kevin, Mister Kevin Samuels. You will be missed. Mm-hmm. You will be missed. These are our two cents, man. I'ma save them. I got my boy Ty in here. Appreciate y'all as always. Appreciate y'all. Peace, prosperity, love. Like, share, comment. We on all platforms. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you here with us. Hashtag cut different. Like, share, comment. Pleepal. Pleepal. We out of here. Peace. Let's be sure.